This is On Target, a look at politics, crime, education, what's happening in Newfoundland and Labrador with the people who know. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station. And now your On Target host, Linda Swain. And good afternoon, everyone, on this crisp and cold winter's day. We're finally getting the winter that we were waiting for all through January month. Anywho, the uh, province's tech industry is growing by leaps and bounds. And uh, by all accounts, facing the same kind of labor crunch being experienced by many other sectors these days. The Find Your Future in Tech program, um, uh, sorry, Find Your Future in Tech is the theme of a new program made possible through some major federal government funding announced last week. Well, TechNL will administer the program focused on what they're calling equity-deserving groups. My guests today are involved in the program and in tech as a, a general. Uh, they include TechNL CEO Florian Villomé. Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour à tous. Hi, everyone. Joanna Brown is with Verifin. She also happens to be the vice chair of the TechNL board. Hello, Joanna. Hi, Linda. So nice to be here. Glad to have you. And Steve Taylor is, I'm sorry, Steve. Steve Taylor is the executive vice president of Key in Tech, which is a key partner of the Find Your Future in Tech program. Hello, Steve. Hi, Linda. How are you doing? Glad Great. To be here. So glad to have all three of you here with us today. Florian, let's, let's start with you. Give us a general overview of the tech industry in Newfoundland and Labrador. What does it look like? Yeah, so it's a very large industry, uh, thriving industry, and um, our association, uh, TechNL, is the uh, association that uh, represents the tech sector for over 30 years. And uh, our vision is to make the the province the most sought-after Canadian tech ecosystem. And so we have um, um, about 250 members, uh, many um, very successful companies. We all know uh, Verifin. And there are also other great companies uh, like uh, Virtual Marine, Kraken, uh, and, uh, and Cola, Misa, and so many. And, and there are more to come because there, are, there is also a strong generation of uh, aspiring entrepreneurs and, and tech leaders that are preparing the future for this province. It's amazing. You mentioned some of those companies. Of course, they're household names now. What did you say? Sorry? They're household names here in Newfoundland and Labrador, some of the names that you mentioned. Yes, no, like very, and they are uh, well-known uh, names uh, in the province, but also outside. They are like, they're having a lot of success outside this province, and some of them also opening offices outside the province, so very um, uh, leading-edge uh, organization and companies. What does the tech sector mean to the overall economy here in Newfoundland and Labrador? So um, we, it's an, ind- like a, uh, an industry that employs more than like uh, uh, 4,500 um, um, uh, staff and, and, and continues to grow. And a lot of uh, young aspiring um, graduates are also looking to, uh, to, uh, to join the industry. So how did you get involved in the tech industry here in Newfoundland and Labrador? <laughs> Interesting one. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm usually from France, and I uh, before that I was uh, working with um, engineers for borders in Africa, and I uh, seven years ago I uh, I saw the um, the opportunity to help develop entrepreneurship, and uh, that's why I joined the Memorial Center for Entrepreneurship. I work with some of those companies like Misa and Colab, and uh, to help them start. And now I, uh, I have a different role, uh, but still connecting with those companies to. Uh, to help uh, continue the growth of uh, this really uh, passionate um, uh, sector. 
and with this interesting global perspective that you have. Yeah, no, and and that's uh, I think um, like uh, that's uh, people who are not from here also bring that uh, perspective, and I. Uh, that's why we love diversity, and that's why uh, this program, and the equity diversity, uh, is at the core of this program as well. So what's the tech, uh, uh, I guess, the potential of the tech industry here in Newfoundland and Labrador? One of the things that's really um, um, exciting about this industry is that it's uh, global in nature. So, you know, you can uh, work uh, in the tech sector. You can work from here as well. And um, so it has the, uh, the opportunity to... Uh, to, to develop the um, economy and contrib- already contribute to it, but also creating some sustainability for for economy as well. Is the is the tech industry facing the same type of labor crunch we've seen in other sectors? Absolutely, I think it's it's across all industries. Like, and what we've seen is um, a lot of tech companies uh, conti- continue to um, compete compete globally on technology development and you know, on sales roles, but there's definitely a shortage of, of skilled workforce. Um, and in addition to this, like many, as you know, like e-technology is uh, everywhere now, and a lot of organizations need those uh, in-house uh, tech skills to uh, to thrive and, and, and grow, and that's another source of uh, shortage of uh, tech skills. That's why we need uh, more people in, the, in that industry. So I imagine that they're very marketable, uh, very much in uh, in demand. Uh, are, are tech employees more mobile? Yeah, yeah. You can. Um, what's interesting after COVID, um, remote working became like more accepted. So there is more and more opportunities of um, remote, but also hybrid um, roles in the uh, in the tech sector. So that's create great opportunities throughout the province uh, for people who are interested in that industry. So <laughs> any Newfoundlander right off the bat will tell you, uh, you know, how much does it pay? Uh, what's the earning potential of the, the tech industry? Um, earning potential, I think it, it goes like um, 60 and up, um, and but it depends on experience and, uh, and roles. So not bad. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. And you can uh, be connected internationally. It's, um, it's really... Um, there's a lot you can use your creativity. There's a lot of opportunity to uh, to grow. So it's a very exciting sector, and, and there's always something new happening and new opportunities to um, to contribute as well. So, uh, what's the current um, demand? I suppose. What, how many people do we need to fill current uh, vacancies? It's always a hard one to answer because it changes um, all the time. But what we have seen in, um, you know, in the job posting and, and through our discussion um, with um, with our companies and members, that uh, the demand is uh, is growing in terms of tech skills, but also in um, you know skills that are not necessarily technical, like in sales and and, and marketing. All those roles are important, and um, and the demand will uh, will continue to grow. So I guess it's uh, never-ending, really. You always need people. Yeah, especially when um, you know technology becomes to be embedded in you know every sector. Like the demand of uh, those roles continues to grow, so it will continue to grow, and the demand will continue to grow. So I guess this is where Find Your Future in Tech comes into play. And I want to ask you all a little bit more about the program, what it means, and what you're hoping to gain from it uh, when we come back after the break. Our guests today on On Target are TechNL CEO Florian Villomé. Uh, Joanna Brown is with Verifin and Vice Chair of TechNL's board. And Steve Taylor is the Executive Vice President of Kean College. We'll be back right after this.
Weekdays on VOCM, it's Open Line with your host, Patty Daly. Join the conversation each morning from 9 a.m. to noon on your VOCM. We get people talking. Our guests today on On Target are uh, talking about uh, Newfoundland and Labrador's tech industry and this new Find Your Future in Tech program. They include the CEO of TechNL, Florian Villomé, uh, Joanna Brown with Verifin, and Steve Taylor, Executive Vice President of Kean College. And Joanna, you're uh, Vice Chair of the TechNL Board. How did you get involved in tech? Hi. Hi, Linda. Um, so I got involved in tech probably uh, a dozen or so years ago. And at the time, I was uh, I was working for a local industrial supplier. And uh, it the, the work I was doing in looking at new markets and proposal writing uh, lended itself well to what was needed uh, at the time. My first uh, my first company I worked for was here locally was ZIT and Vision 33. And uh, they're a great example of a company that was built locally that's competing globally and always has had that focus. So is that always something that, you know, you had in your mind that you might like to gravitate towards? Um, What prepared you for that? Sure. So I think uh, actually we we have kind of an ongoing joke that uh, people who kind of got into tech may have fallen into tech because when I was going through school, it certainly wasn't really an avenue that was widely available. I I didn't have people or women in tech, um, you know, as role models, but I had very strong women in my life and I had uh, very strong role models um, professionally. So it was just something where once you get a chance and you work your way through and you find out what you like and, and what you love to do. And and for me, that was kind of my experience getting into tech. Is it, uh, like you say, is something you fall, (laughs) a lot of people fall into tech, but uh, I mean, is it a a finding your way, like journey once you get in there to see where you like the, what you like the most? I mean, because it's really so wide open. It's everything now. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think, you know, there's a place for everyone in technology. So you don't need to be technical, but you can be technical, certainly. Um, you know, it's, there's really exciting work to be done um, for people in our province. You can work in Newfoundland and Labrador, and you can work on amazing projects that compete on a global stage. Um, and so really our focus now is helping people break into or break through barriers uh, and how to get into technology. So it's a really great program that's been announced because it is the marriage of we need a talent pool based here in our province. And also you can have an amazing career with amazing potential for growth from there. You mentioned barriers. Uh, What's the key barrier? I would imagine it's just awareness. Sure. So there's definitely an awareness um, potential. You're seeing more work. Um, TechNL had uh, announced one of its first um, high school internship programs. So there's some work being done uh, with coding in schools. And so from from K to 12, there's some work being done. But what about, you know, the new graduates and what about the people who are already in your existing workforce? Uh, So a key focus of the Find Your Future in Tech program is going to be on training and upskilling equity deserving groups. So when I say that, um, things that are taken into consideration are around gender diversity, ethnicity, race, indigenous status, newcomers, and people from the 2S LGBTQIA plus community. Um, And why there's a focus there is that there are barriers uh, to entry for for people who fall into that equity deserving group. But we also know that diversity around the table is going to make the sector better as a whole. So more diverse perspectives are going to help solve 
solve new problems in innovative ways. And it's really been proven that it's better for business. So no one is questioning that. Diverse companies are widely reported as more profitable. Um, now, I, I mentioned that that's going to be a focus, but I do want to say that we do want everyone to apply. So if anyone is listening to this and anyone who's looking at the Find Your Future NL.ca website, uh, you know, we're going to be um, focused on and tracking equity deserving groups, but we want everyone to apply. It, it, it strikes me um, that our, our tech industry is already quite diverse, is it not? Uh, what are you, is there, uh, are there gaps? Are there areas that you'd like to focus on? Sure. Yeah. So there are definitely, it's definitely a place that's welcome for diverse and talent, but there's definitely still a gap there. So I think, you know, the women or female identifying non-binary people are less than 25% representing the sector in total. Um, Female identifying startups, I think the the latest information I saw was that there's less than 3% um, receive venture capital funding. And so, you know, that's just a few examples, but there's certainly room to make up there and and some ground and we have a real chance here to really impact that Uh, so we can you know we have a chance to help set up our province for growth while helping a lot of people including those equity deserving groups you can reimagine what their future might look like and we're really hoping that it's going to be in the tech industry is tech uh, generally speaking a uh, a young workforce or do you get all ages I think it's all ages. I mean, really what you're seeing now also is that technology is not just the tech sector anymore. Technology really spans all industries and all companies are moving forward or they're gaining advantage in their industry by becoming more tech enabled. Um, So you're seeing people who are in the workforce that are all of a sudden having to, um, you know, use technology more or their companies becoming more tech enabled. And the more tech enabled they are, it's an advantage for them as well. And, you know, in Newfoundland and Labrador, you can move across um, different industries and having that underlying tech experience is certainly an advantage. So, Steve, what's Key and College's role in this? Well, we're uh, we're truly excited to be uh, be a part of this uh, milestone project, and and this is truly a project for for all Newfoundland, uh, Newfoundlanders and Labradorians looking to uh, to enter the tech sector. So our role is really focused on the training component of this. So we're we're really excited to announce that as part of this project, uh, we'll be offering 240 scholarships for the 16-month software development program at Kean, uh, 105 scholarships for our digital office administration program, and we have 440 scholarships for my micro-credential training in Amazon Web Services, uh, also known as AWS, and 445 micro-credentials in cybersecurity training. Uh, so in the, the larger context, uh, there's a technical aspect of it, but as, as uh, Florian and Joanne just mentioned, uh, there is the shaping of the demographics. Um, as Joanne mentioned, companies are stronger, more profitable, and uh, and more balanced when they have uh, uh, equity-deserving groups as, as a significant part of their, uh, of their workforce. And uh, we're, our, our role in all of this is to make sure that we're training uh, individuals to enter that workforce that have those demographics built in. Um, and so, again, this is something we're going to be offering you know, across the province. 
as uh, as a person that grew up in the on the great northern peninsula, a little town called uh, Raleigh, you know the fact that this is province wide is very very exciting to me. Uh, people that are living in remote areas, they will be able to access the programs online as well, as well as uh, as in person. And uh, you know we're, we're partnering with support organizations and community groups across the province as well to provide that that full wraparound support for for individuals to help address and eliminate those barriers that that, uh, that Joanne mentioned. Um, I want you to back up a little bit now uh, because you rattled off all those scholarships and I don't have the first foggiest notion what you're talking about. So um, you're, you're doing different types of scholarship programs. Tell us what they are. What's the first Absolutely. one? So the first one is our software development program. So that's a 16-month program with no prior software development skills required. We actually address that whole on-ramping. Uh, and again, 16 months, and basically you'll graduate as a full-stack developer with DevOps support. So that is the most widely sought-after, uh, hotly sought-after skill set in, in the tech development space right now. So that's our 240 scholarships for the software development program. And then we have our digital office administration program uh, for which we have 105 scholarships. So those are for people in the uh, clerical space, the, uh, the people that run the offices and manage all of the connections, communications uh, piece, whether that's in healthcare, insurance, or frankly, any other industry. Um, and then finally, um, as part of upskilling, there's a relatively new concept called micro-credentials. And those are skills that you can develop uh, to help you advance your career or if you want to uh, you know, move up the, uh, the corporate ladder and, and uh, enhance your skill set. And so when will these programs uh, start being uh, available? We are live right now. I'm, I'm very happy to announce. So if you go to find your future in tech nl.ca, there is uh, a map of all of the programs and offerings that's there. You click through, and it'll take you through an application process. So we are, we are actually running our first uh, software development cohort right now with more rolling out uh, every semester and every month. And are you already getting interest? Uh, the response has been phenomenal and overwhelming, so I strongly encourage anyone that's interested in this to really get your applications in. Um, it sounds like a lot, but we have a huge demand in this sector, and uh, we really want everyone to take advantage of this opportunity. So find your future in technl.ca. Strongly encourage people to go there and, and look at all the options. We have a full support staff, uh, you know, phenomenal team over at uh, TechNL and, of course, partners like Verifin and others uh, to really help you navigate your career choices as well. Uh, so, you know, get in contact with us. We're more than happy to help uh, give individuals the guidance that they need. And if you're an employer as well, you're looking to hire people, also reach out to us because we're doing really creative things like putting together cohorts uh, for companies that can really help dial in the skill sets that your company needs to get you to that next level. So this isn't just for individuals, even though the individuals will be the recipients of the training. This is a ecosystem approach, uh, partnering with all the educational partners that are out there, the different tech companies, and, and also with employers and community groups as well. So this is really a, a one-of-a-kind, uh, first-in-the-country approach that I can tell you that everyone on this call and involved in this project is incredibly, incredibly proud to be a part of. Is there a cost involved? Because uh, Joanna was talking about barriers previously, and I would think that one of the primary barriers is cost. Uh, can Absolutely. I afford to take this course? So how, how does that work? 
Absolutely. And that's why I, uh, I was uh, uh, keen to point out that, that this is a full scholarship. So this covers off all of your costs related to your, your, your tuition. Uh, there's never been a better opportunity for Newfoundlanders and Labradorians to get into the, the tech sector. Uh, you know, we traditionally think of tech as, you know, coding and uh, uh, all, all that really heavy lifting on the technical side. That is still a huge part of that. But our industry has grown so much um, that there are so many amazing roles in things like uh, sales, customer or support, communications, or if you have an idea that you wanted to start up on your own, now is the time to take advantage of the, uh, of the training and of the, uh, the scholarships that are available. Are there opportunities uh, for people who want to be involved in the tech sector but say, I don't want to move to St. John's? <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. As I said, I'm a very proud uh, um, uh, uh, individual from, from uh, Raleigh and the Great Northern Peninsula, and that's why we structured this program the way we have. So being in St. John's, this is not a St. John's project. This is a Newfoundland and Labrador project. Uh, and so right across the, the, the province and all through the, the big land, we, uh, we will, will support individuals through online and hybrid learning, and our community group partnerships will give people a place to go so they can – one of the barriers we've identified of course, is access to, high, access to high-speed internet. And so by partnering with these community groups, it gives people a place to go. It gives us true reach across our province and access to high-speed internet and leverages that amazing sense of community that we have here in our province. Our guests today on On Target are talking about tech in Newfoundland and Labrador and a new Find Your Future in Tech program. They include TechNL's CEO, Florian Villome, Joanna Brown with Verifin, Vice Chair of TechNL L's board and Steve Taylor, who we just heard from, Executive Vice President of Kean College, will be back right after this. Join us for On Target, one hour in which Linda Swain examines topics that mean the most to you. On Target, weekday afternoons at one on your VOCM. We have three guests today talking about uh, technology in Newfoundland and Labrador. They include TechNL CEO Florian Villomé, Joanna Brown with Verifin, and Steve Taylor, Executive Vice President of Key and Tech. And uh, Florian, uh, this particular scholarship program is focused on post-secondary, but how are we doing on the elementary, junior high, high school level? Are we doing better in incorporating technology into the curriculum? I think we, there is um, a shared uh, willingness to um, to do more, and, and we have seen over the years more and more uh, being done. Um, you know, at the um, Ministry of the Ministry of Education, and also in high school. Like we have a high school uh, program to inspire, um, um, you know, like high school students for for tech. And just over the last uh, few months, we 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 got uh, a lot of registration, and we also have a membership for. Um, you know, like uh, other uh, students, and we have seen more and more demand for the membership for students. So we are doing more and more. Um, we need to do more and more because technology is uh, in every industry and will be more and more. Uh, what we do know about tech is that it's continually changing and evolving and growing and building and new stuff happening all the time. So how do you keep up with that in terms of a curriculum? Are there basics that never change or, or do you have to update the curriculum frequently? So, so I think in general, in terms of curriculum, it, there are some principles around technology that don't necessarily change. Um, and, and I think like the... 
the main thing is to stay in touch with, uh, to, to ed educate uh, people on those principles, but then creating some bridges to um, connect to specific skills and the latest trend for students to connect with the, the need of the, of the industry. So uh, that's uh, the way we approach it. Is it never too late to learn? It's never too late to learn. And in fact, uh, we already talked about that uh, uh, before, but like more we get diverse perspective, better the ideas are. And uh, often, you know, like um, it also leads to, to, to new ideas and uh, innovation that we can, uh, that can help uh, addressing the needs of different populations as well. Uh, Joanna, uh, going through school, did you have any of those types of opportunities? I don't know what time frame you went to school in, so I'll leave that <laughs> gently aside. But um, did you did you see those types of uh, that type of potential being presented? Sure, I'll answer vague enough that you still can't guess my age, Linda. But <laughs> um, so I actually um, stayed. You know, I grew up seeing. I would say my my older cousins kind of leave the province for the need to kind of go out and and find work. And so when I was graduating, it was really the first time I would say that people were able to stay and work here in Newfoundland and Labrador. It wasn't necessarily in the tech sector, but it was still kind of a, a change. And and I think that I my the reason why I'm here today is that there was actually um, a uh, a role through the a government funded role in which um, it, it helped keep I guess people who are graduating from school in the province so and so it helped kind of provide a supplement and that really is the reason why I, I started here in Newfoundland and so um, I didn't I wouldn't say that I kind of foresaw myself in the tech sector but since entering the tech sector I can say that um, I've seen a lot of it's a lot different than I thought it was. So there's a lot of kind of misconceptions about the tech sector, I would say, that I see. And so the very first one is that you don't need to be technical to be in the tech sector. Um, I'm not technical, and I've worked in the tech sector on some great projects across uh, some amazing clients all over the world for the last 12 or 13 years. Um, it, you just have to have a sense of curiosity, and it really is a place for everyone, for introverts, for extroverts, for people who are very black black and white, for people who like to live in the gray zone, for people who like to know exactly what their day looks like, and for people who uh, don't want to know exactly what their day looks like. And so there really are a lot of roles, um, and so uh, especially around, you know, sales, marketing communications, there's leadership roles, customer success, uh, anything around accounting and financing and services that you need to run a business, you need them in the tech sector as well. And then from there, I find that tech companies are are very willing um, to kind of move people in roles. You call it the, what is it, getting the right seat on the bus. So making sure that you're in the right role for where you are in your career right now and where you're looking to go. And I think uh, tech companies are really open to, uh, to helping people move and advance themselves once you're in there. You spoke about misconceptions, and uh, I know when I think of tech, uh, my first thought, and this is completely unfair of me, I say that right up front, but my first thought is working at a desk in a cubicle, and nothing could turn me off more. Uh, what does tech actually look like? I guess it looks like anything. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so I would hate to sit in a cubicle all day long. And so I think what's exciting is that in tech, there is a big degree of you are um, innovating. So you are strategizing. And when clients come to you with problems, you all start brainstorming. You you have your technical folks, your non-technical folks, you brainstorm, like, how can we help this problem? And maybe your product or your service that you're offering already solves that problem. But if it doesn't, you have a chance to really make an impact. So when you talk to anyone in the local tech sector who works in tech, they're probably not really talking about their product features. You know, they're talking about the problems that they solve and the outcomes that they give to their clients. And so when you have that kind of focus, um, your day kind of looks like whatever it needs to be. So, you know, um, some people do like being um, at home and, and working from home, heads down all day. And there's space for them. Um, but if you want kind of a challenge, you know, I know my career, I've, I've gotten to travel um, all over North America. I've gotten to travel regularly to Europe and to meet with clients. And I kind of think of myself as uh, on the sales side, more on the uh, investigator detective side. You know, you're trying to understand what makes a company tick, what's important, what are their priorities? And if they're having challenges, can you solve it through technology? And there's a really good chance you can. So it's a very kind of um, satisfying outcome that way. It is. You were talking, and before you even used the terms, I, I had written down problem solving. Um, and it, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like it's uh, if you have a natural curiosity and you want to figure out how to get things done, this is the place to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And that can be, I think, you know, a, another thing that's really nice is that uh, a lot of any tech company that I can imagine um, is asking for those diverse perspectives. So I know that when we go into rooms, I've seen some companies who, you know, they want everyone to, to have a chance to speak and maybe that's not verbally. Maybe they want people to write things down and then have a chance to input. Um, but it really is um, based on your, you know, you can advance in companies, you can try different things based on your merit, based on, you know, what you're interested in. And there's really a lot of room there for growth, I would say. I know a lot of businesses are performance-based and uh, and some uh, industries can be very competitive. You don't necessarily collaborate with your competitors. You are always trying to stay ahead of them, if you know what I'm saying. But I've heard it described uh, in the tech industry as being very mutually supportive. How would you describe it? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, in, in, the, in a sales role, um, oftentimes you have targets and you have measures and I would say every company is data driven every company is uh, is metric driven but it's not that's a that's not an individual pressure to bear I would say every company I've worked for every team I've been on is a very kind of team performance based company performance based because uh, you know there's like any any business there's challenges to overcome and there's things you need to create as you're going and there's processes you can refine and so in my own experience, it's been nothing but supportive. If, if someone said to me, I think when I got out of school, you should, when I got out of school, you should go into uh, sales. And I thought, no way, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have that kind of target or I, I don't want to be under what I thought was under pressure. But it's not that, you know, when you're in that investigator mode, when everyone's so excited to solve problems and when you get to meet with clients and help solve those problems, it's only exciting. So you have a, a bright, doe-eyed human being in front of you, a, a, a blank page, so to speak. What is your message to them? 
I would I would tell them that there is that we need everyone in the tech sector that absolutely everyone every single person has value to bring every single person has their own unique perspective if it was an equity deserving group I would say to uh not listen to any imposter syndrome, to not self-doubt yourself, to not think that's only for technical people, that's only with people who have technical backgrounds, to just kind of to to try for try it out and move forward. And I think the second they got their foot in the door in tech, uh, whether it was that exact position that they were working in, that they're really they could move into whatever they wanted and find a meaningful career. Our guests today are with the tech sector, and they're talking about this uh, Find Your Future in Tech program that was officially announced last week. Uh, we're speaking with uh, Joanna Brown. She's with Verifin and is vice chair of the TechNL board, uh, CEO Florian Villomé, and Steve Taylor, executive vice president of Kean College. We'll be back right after this. Got plans for midnight? Bring your VOCM along with the best soundtrack for every night, anywhere. The VOCM All Night Show, midnight on your VOCM. And we're talking about the Find Your Future in Tech program. Uh, Steve Taylor is Executive Vice President of Kean College, and they're a key partner in this uh, Find Your Future in Tech program, offering, uh, wow, hundreds of scholarships. So uh, there you go. There's no excuse there. But uh, how do you make that first uh, step? Because I can say, as, as someone who is creative, there's nothing more intimidating than sitting down and putting that first letter to paper or p- making that first mark on a blank uh, page. So um, how do you get started? Absolutely. The, uh, the the blank piece of paper is always the most intimidating one for sure. Uh, but but that's why we have highly trained staff that really help get you through your, your career path and, and get you started on this. So the way we've designed our software development program uh, in particular uh, is that the first semester is uh, software foundations. And, and that's designed for people that don't have any coding background. You get in there, you have fun, you experiment, you get to see the diverse range of, of career opportunities and ways that you can, uh, you can build on a skill set. Uh, from there, you move into front-end software development, and that focuses on things like building web pages and that sort of stuff. Then you get more complex as you go through uh, into you know back-end development and then finally into DevOps. So there is an on-ramp that's designed with purpose to make this accessible to everyone across the province, no matter what your background is uh, or what your, your your current walk of life is. And, uh, you know, talking earlier about, uh, you know, is it mostly aimed at, at high school students or, or people that already have a career. Uh, we, we see both, but we actually see tremendous success from people that are looking at a, at a career shift. We have lots of people that have come from different sectors that have, that have entered a tech space, and they come with this really unique perspective because they, they already know the problems and challenges and issues that they'd like to solve, and then they go through a program, and we arm them with those uh, skill sets to be able to go and affect uh, real change. And it's, it's quite a remarkable thing to see. You're absolutely right, because how many times are you in a workplace or uh, in your career or in your regular life and you say, man, I really wish I had an easier way to do this? Absolutely. Now you have an opportunity to find that solution. Exactly. And, and now you can actually build it yourself. And what's great about the way our program is structured and, and, and all of the programs, frankly, that will be under this uh, the, this project uh, is that you get to work with your peers. 
So you're, you're not alone in this initiative as well, right? You get to work with individuals. We have world-class instructors that are there, tremendous experience, uh, you know, across the board. Uh, and our, our community support program and our employer support program with great companies like Verifin uh, really help um, give you that easy on-ramp into the sector and give you that insight. So, so this is a full wraparound support mechanism that we've, uh, that we've designed here as, as a group and uh, with the intent of, of helping absolutely anyone move into the tech sector. Some of the best people that I've ever uh, worked with, it wasn't just their technical skills that were so amazing. It was actually their problem-solving or creativity, and that doesn't have any bounds. Uh, so, so, you know, if you have that, if you like to solve problems, if you like to take on new challenges, if you like to help people, if you like create, tech is a home for you. I would strongly encourage you to, uh, to explore it. You have nothing to lose by exploring uh, your options here, and, and, and we're here to help you out and make sure you're, you're aware of all of your options. TechNL CEO Florian Villomé, um, tell us a little bit about the local tech sector. What are some of the things that we're doing here right now? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I want to mention is the um, the level of collaboration. We talk in general about the level of collaboration between you know tech companies in general. In Newfoundland, it's particularly uh, strong, and and I think this project is is an is really an example of it. I think we were able to um, to get this twenty seven million dollar support because we had like 11 partners who got together like we had three post-secondary institutions we just heard from king college and they also have memorial university we got acenet e3 gate coding the lead method wrdc uh, and we also had the um, local tech companies like collab general design and and acm and we all got together and, and i think that's one of the main things i want to mention is, is truly a collaborative effort and um, there are tons of opportunities. And just also to mention, um, there are tons of uh, opportunities for everybody. And if someone wants, wants don't know what is the first step, just go on the website. There is a form to fill out there, and we're going to help you to uh, to, uh, to go from there. Um, in terms of the uh, the tech sector, um, one of the things that we also announced um, two months ago uh, is the creation of a, an innovation center that's going to bring together established companies, uh, all kind of um, strong ecosystem of uh, this kind of uh, innovation center. Um, there is um, very strong support for uh, people who are interested to create uh, new companies with the Memorial Center for Entrepreneurship, uh, Navigate in, uh, in Cornerbrook, there also uh, Genesis, of course, the incubator. And then there are tons of new companies that, um, you know, like, um, as I mentioned, like, uh, Kraken, Verafin, Cola, Misa, that just keep uh, pushing the boundaries of what's possible and showing the way of uh, of how we build like a, a strong economy from here, but also showing to the rest of the world of what we can do here. Is our connectivity holding us back in any way? So, um, to like recently, like I was part of an announcement um, from the uh, federal government that they want to reach 98 percent of uh, connectivity because, of course, we need a high-speed internet. So. I know in some region, um, you know, of, of Newfoundland and uh, we, we still need to uh, progress on this. But I, I can say that uh, the federal government and the province is actively working to address it because it creates new opportunities. Uh, in tech, you can, uh, you know, you can work in Newfoundland, but you can also work from Newfoundland, from anywhere, if you have a good connectivity. So we need to continue uh, pushing to increase that connectivity, like this, it create opportunities throughout the province. Right, because better connectivity would mean that the same opportunities are available to someone in Mud Lake as uh, Branch, as uh, uh, Marguerite, as St. John's. 
Exactly. And I would say someone who works in the tech sector from, um, you know, like uh, those uh, uh, locations, I think they bring also something different because what I found is, you know, when you are surrounded with um, a natural landscape and nature like we have here, it stimulates your creativity and tech companies need creativity. Uh, yeah, and they don't need all that uh, uh, noise that comes from, I guess, highly urbanized areas sometimes, that that basic stress level that everybody's living at. So it seems when you're dealing with traffic and getting from one place to another and, uh, you know, um, your rent going up and all of those things. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, and this has been becoming even more important after COVID when, you know, many people were locked in, in cities and realized, well, I need a better lifestyle. What I want to say to those people is that we have an awesome lifestyle in Newfoundland. Come join us. Absolutely. I could have said it better. Uh, so, uh, Florian, um, we have a, about four minutes left. Uh, final thoughts to you, and then I'll go to the next two. Yeah, no, I just want to invite anybody interested um, in the tech sector. Once again, it's not only for tech roles. There are roles in sales and leadership, and and we really want um, equity diversity groups to to join us. We need you. If you want to do your first step, I invite you to check out our website, findyourfuturenl.ca. Even if you don't know yet, there's a form at the bottom. Fill it up, and we'll be in touch, and we'd love to uh, to have a chat with you. Uh, Steve Taylor, uh, some final thoughts from you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I echo Florian's uh, statement there. Uh, we have a, you know, a tremendous province here, tremendous growth opportunity. Our markets for the tech sector aren't only in Newfoundland, they're actually primarily outside. So it's a chance to be something that is global in scope. Don't be intimidated by, uh, um, you know, concepts of technology and, and that it's only for, you know, a small segment of the population. It isn't. It's for everyone. And we can't encourage people enough to uh, to come and, and, and give it a try. We're, we're here to support uh, everyone. Absolutely. And if you have a passion, uh, it can be applied in the tech industry. Absolutely. Joanna, your final thoughts? Yeah. So, you know, one thing I would say is that if there's any... Um, organizations, you know, listening, um, a, a lot of times organizations will recognize that there's value in diversity inclusion, but they're not quite sure how to actually implement effective systematic change. Um, so one of our partners is going to be with the uh, Women and Resource Development Corporation, and they're going to be working with our educational partners and employers, and they're going to provide some support um, on how to work towards their diversity um, and equity goals. So just to mention that, um, the next one is I can almost, you know, hear someone from a Across town saying uh, from TechNL saying to uh, mention the website name. So go to findyourfuturenl.ca, um, as I mentioned, and please, um, you don't need to come from a tech background. Everyone is welcome. Equity deserving groups, um, but absolutely everyone. Um, you don't need to come. You can, you know, technology touches all industries, mining, energy, ocean industries, name an industry. <laughs> uh, we want you to come check it out and, uh, and please, you know, consider applying. So, yeah, if you have an interest in just about anything. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, this is great. I really appreciate all of you joining us on the show today. Our guests today on On Target have been TechNL CEO Florian Villomé, uh, Joanna Brown with Verifin, uh, she's the vice chair of the TechNL's board, and Steve Taylor, executive vice president of Kean College, a key partner of the Find Your Future in Tech program. I want to thank you all for joining us today. My pleasure. 
Thanks Thank so much you. for having us. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, not sure what we're going to be talking about yet tomorrow, but we will find something to do. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I have a few um, irons in the fire, I have to say. Uh, and in the meantime, so glad to see Dave Williams back in his rightful position, I have to say, on the other side of the glass. Always feel supported when he's there uh, taking care of the technical side of things here on on target so appreciate that dave i hope you're feeling better buddy he's got his mask on god love him there's a really nasty bug going around so uh wash your hands everybody and if you're sick stay home like dave did uh we really appreciate that dave (laughs) anyway uh thanks to everyone uh this afternoon we'll be back tomorrow stay tuned for that thanks for listening